The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is a WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Scott Walker. Right now that time, 817, you're tuned to WGNS. And this morning we'll be talking about the Rutherford County Library System and new additions and a few changes. With us today, we have Kevin Robertson, IT manager, and Michael Cleves, bookmobile driver. And uh, just starting off the morning here, the bookmobile, there are some changes there for sure. Tell us a little bit about some of those changes with a brand new bookmobile. So yeah, we'll be getting a brand new bookmobile for Rutherford County. It's pretty exciting. We hope to have it arriving next month in January. We've been about two and a half years now without one as we've kind of cobbled together the funds for it and it's all built. We're just waiting for a delivery date. I, I was about to say, because Rita Shacklett was on the air a while back and talked about how I, I believe that process of getting the new bookmobile was it started during covid it did um we got a lot of funding from uh grants we talked um we had to come on and uh, talk to you about delivering some slate tablets to the community we got through uh west end home foundation uh they provide a lot of money to to get us the bookmobile and so did mte uh they kicked in uh some and friends of limebaugh did as well so they kind of got us over the hump and uh then sort of a lot of the um covid um uh, supply chain issues started kicking in and it was hard to get parts and so everything's finally come together and we're getting very close <laughs> so so you don't just go out to a uh, auto dealer and buy a bookmobile do you no no we had to find someone who could build it for us specialty shelving specialty everything uh, and we're working with farber specialty vehicle in uh, columbus ohio Okay, so with that new bookmobile, what can we expect to see? Is there going to be, you know, neighborhood Wi-Fi whenever it stops in certain areas or, or what? There will be, and I think you can talk about that a little more, Kevin. Yeah, the, this bookmobile actually comes with a built-in router for the Wi-Fi. Uh, in the past, we've always just taken some of our hotspots out. You still have to be pretty close to the bookmobile with that, but I think this Cradle Point router that we're getting has a pretty good range on it where... If you're parked near a bunch of food trucks or, you know, at Patterson Park or something, you'll actually be able to get it in eyesight. If, if you can see it, you would be able to pick it up. So if you are in the area and uh, let's say you're not checking out books, but you want to utilize the Wi-Fi, is there, uh, you know, a, a password to use to sign on? or how um, do you get on? I haven't gotten into the guts of it to really play with it yet. When it arrives, I'll have about a week to... There's a few things IT is going to do, put a TV screen in there, get the router set up. But the way we have it set up at our branches is a click-through page. Uh, you'll connect to the Wi-Fi. It'll welcome you, and you just hit a button that says, you know, I agree to these terms and get on. No need to remember a password or go find out what it is. I'm sure that's helpful to a lot of people in the area. It is. Yeah. And, again, when will the bookmobile actually be out and doing routes again? We hope to have it out at the end of January, the beginning of February. Um, we're hoping to get it delivered the first week or two of January. I think a couple of weeks was set up, and then we should be ready. We're already starting to book some local events for February already. So we should be up and running by then. And what are some of the different locations where you'll stop? We're going to be looking to start re-adding what we call static stops in the community, where we kind of go out and add a library where there's some dark spots in the county that people don't have access. We're looking to go out to Walter Hill, probably out in Las Casas, um, 
and we're gonna try to get down more to Eagleville as well, um, and fill in any holes where people have a little bit more of a drive to a brick and mortar a branch. So, in the past, what types of comments would you get with folks who utilize the bookmobile? Um, I mean, it's a lot of convenience. It's being able to come and drop off a book and pick it up. It's it's having a library that comes to their front door. So, providing that service for for people is we get a lot of positive feedback about that. I know in years past throughout Tennessee and probably throughout the country, you used to see bookmobiles everywhere. And then I don't know what year they started fading away, but, but they did at one point. And I don't know if Murphy's bro, have we had a bookmobile pretty much nonstop since the start of the library here? I believe so. Yeah. I think, uh, the old Highland rim library used to run it and we picked up in early two thousands, I think. Uh, and we've been operating nonstop, even without a proper bookmobile, we've had staff out in the community with minivans and cars just trying to get our routes done. So yeah, we've been offering it uninterrupted for quite a long time. I know we uh, talked to somebody at one of the nursing homes here in town and they talked about how great it was that books would be delivered if you would to to their nursing home and they just love that oh that makes me happy um (laughs) yeah we love going to assisted living facilities you know it's it's great to sit down and get to know people and talk and just be friends with people you know sometimes people don't want to talk to so they'll come and visit with us we can talk books and make sure they get what they want to read and it's just a great way to reach out to the community i love doing assisted living facilities so are there certain stops like assisted living facilities where you'll get out and go inside and and you know hand deliver a book if they can't make it out there? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, we'll do that with assisted living facilities. We, uh, we deliver to the Rutherford County Jail, the workhouse, uh, and even preschools and uh, daycares. We'll go in and do story times and bring a library in and actually set up a library in the classroom. Uh, and kids can check out books and do a fun story time, have a sort of a library experience when they can't necessarily get to the library. And what kind of reaction do you get from kids? Oh, they love it. It's, it's, it's kind of a fun break through the day. So you get a lot of, uh, a lot of applause and cheering and more books. Let's read another story. Um, especially they'll start asking for books, the things you've read, and you can start to see that you're building sort of those foundations of a love of reading in them, which I love. Yeah, you know, I, I think I remember when I was a kid, maybe in second grade or so, uh, the bookmobile would stop by every couple of months and it, it was exciting for some reason. You know, it got me out of the classroom. Right. <laughs> so I, I'm sure other kids feel the same way. Yeah, you get a lot of that. I think it's a, I think it's a fun break that makes reading seem a lot more enjoyable it's not so much regimented as the rest of the day might be and it's a lot of fun for them if a local nonprofit that may have a, a group of people at their location on a regular basis can they schedule a time for the bookmobile to come visit them they sure can we have a few openings as well we can offer appointments by weekly uh weekly bi-weekly or monthly uh, or just a one-off stop. I always encourage people just to reach out to us and let us know what they need. And if we have space, we'll do our best to accommodate it. And what about requesting certain books? Oh, yeah. We can get anything that the library can get, we can get. So we could get it from our branches here in Rutherford County. We could do something called an interlibrary loan. We can get them outside of the branch. Um, if the library has access to it, we can bring it to you. And again with us this morning, Michael Cleaves and Kevin Robertson of the Rutherford County Library System. And there are also some changes to the Rutherford County's uh, website for the library. Yes. Um, a couple of months ago, maybe three months ago, our website uh, went, went south. <laughs> uh, our vendor that handles our website um, did a software upgrade and it 
broke the site. <clears throat> There's the basic functionalities there. If you go to it right now, you can you can see most things you need to see. You can search for books, but we just kind of outgrew the idea of using a cookie cutter website that's provided by a vendor, and we've brought it in house. I have a capable IT department now, and we can we feel like we can handle running the website ourselves. It gives us more capability to. Uh, code code into the data of our catalog and do some more customized things that a a vendor can't provide because they don't know what our specific needs are. Hey, you know the the website on the outside for the user has gotten easier to use, yeah. but behind the scenes it's gotten a lot more complicated. Sure, and it? we just switched databases from a, a large mainframe database to a, a cloud based where the the database where you search for your books and stuff. We switched to a COA, and uh, we'll be able to code into that and do customized lists and things that are specific to Rutherford County, things that are specific to local events that are going on, and, and those are things a vendor is really not in touch with. But it also broke our app, so we're having to fix that. Too, so. <laughs> so the app that is for the library, is is that something you guys put together in-house as well? Well, no, the old app was through the vendor. The new app is called Lita, and a lot of people have already downloaded that and started using it. Our app with our logo and brand on it will be a version of Lita that we've paid to have branded. Okay. You know, it, it's interesting how... Uh, much more technologically advanced the library system has become. Yeah, well, I'm I'm kind of proud of that. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Even the bookmobile, uh, you know, we've pointed out that it's going to be a little smaller. It has more technology on it to make up for that. And I feel like I'm always looking for places to fill in those gaps where if a service goes away or something becomes outdated, I try to find the digital or virtual version to replace that so that the service doesn't completely go away so talk a little bit more about some of the digital aspects of the new bookmobile uh well like we said we'll have wi-fi that'll be kind of local to the vehicle if you see the vehicle i would think within a couple hundred feet you would be able to pick up the wi-fi from it i haven't tested that yet uh we're putting at least one big screen on it that can be a tv screen but you can hook a computer up to it. You could actually give an on-the-spot class or have a, a slideshow or video running on it for instructional things. Or say you're at a, an event that's themed, we could have video that's themed to match that, you know, event uh, for whatever it is. And um, we're thinking about some sort of way to make uh, kids have holds similar to the scholastic book fair kind of create that sort of excitement maybe they circle their holds on the little newspaper thing and then the bookmobile brings their books and it kind of teaches them the process of placing holds that's an idea we're just kicking around with but mm -hmm. uh it, it happens anyway you're just giving them a visual to do it with so then it make it a little more fun yeah yeah um, now, now the new bookmobile you said it's like a, a sprinter type van it's a mercedes sprinter 3500 uh, I believe it's 20 feet, but don't quote me on that. <laughs> uh, it should be big enough to come on board. So people will be able to come on and browse books like they used to on the old bookmobile, be able to check out, provide all the library services that we always did, just a little bit tighter. And for anybody who's curious what that looks like, it, that's often used as a, a camper conversion, that the 
size yeah. of it if you know like a two-person camper mm-hmm. uh, so it, it's a, a good sized vehicle but i think like you were saying they have a pretty high ceiling in there they do you can walk right through it um it's uh, it's gonna be long enough that you can walk down browse the books without having to crouch down or anything like that you know it's interesting i was talking there, there's a plumber who i know and I saw that he got one of those Sprinter vehicles in order to put all of his stuff in. And he said, well, I bought the Mercedes version because it's actually cheaper than the Dodge version. And he said he he took the emblem off the front so that he wouldn't hear anything from his customers. But it it, it is interesting. Uh, But those those vans, they seem to get good mileage as well. They do. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about them. So when I found out that's what they were using, I was a little bit excited. Uh, I didn't know that they had done that with Mercedes until I did some research on it but it seems like it's going to be a really good vehicle and hopefully it lasts us a good long time now the previous bookmobile how many years was that in service because it was older uh it was purchased in 2004 okay uh and it made it to 2021 i had some issues with the frame on it it just it was cost prohibitive to fix it and it was easier to, to pass it on to something else we have so. rehabilitated it two or three times yeah in amount of time. <laughs> and i can imagine in 2021 that was when parts were really hard to mm-hmm. get so it would probably be even more expensive I, I think it was supposed to initially be maybe a two to three month build and it wound up being almost two years just getting parts wow so i i think a lot of automotive places had some real issues uh, you know during covid and, and directly after covid because it was hard to get parts for anything, I think. Yeah, it was. Every, it seemed like every time we turned around, there was another pushback. And that certainly wasn't Farber's fault. It was just hard to get parts. So we just, it, a lot of waiting. And I'm sure it was hard to get a lot of stuff, you know, Absolutely. electronics to, you know, housing things like uh, garage doors, I heard, were in back order for a lot of stores. Yeah, I think everything was. I think even mm-hmm. stuff for the library was hard to get, yeah. books and things like that, and just equipment we needed. It's wild that even books were hard to get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so going back to the bookmobile and uh, some of the differences with this new one versus the old one, of course, like you said, it's a little smaller, but digitally speaking, it's going to have some more options there for, for those who use it. Mm. One thing we've been kind of excited about doing, too, we're always looking for ways to, to kind of get away from always just being books all the time you know it's books it's 21st century and people have more access to them as as you do as technology goes so we're kind of thinking of ways how can we be out in the community servicing people without necessarily having it revolve around books and one of the things we've been excited about doing is classes so being able to go to a daycare or preschool and offer uh, computer courses to kids that age is something we'll be able to start doing now with the technology that's been provided and we do have chromebooks and we'll probably get a few more laptops and We've played with the idea of a pop-up computer lab for mm-hmm. such things. Uh, or if somebody just needs to check their email for some reason, they could you know, walk up and, hey, can I borrow a laptop real quick? It would be on that local Wi-Fi. But I'd like to also have a table or something maybe that pops up where you have like four computers on a table and you could give a quick coding class or resume class. The best thing we're trying to do is make it so that Every service you could have at one of our branch libraries, you can get when we come to you. And that's what we're really trying to build for. We even offer notary services. Oh, wow. Okay. So if you can do it at the library, within reason, we are able to do it on the bookmobile. We'll be able to with the new one. So will you also have like a, a projector to take into places if you do teach a class? We could. Yeah. Uh, that. Thanks for the idea. No problem. (laughs) We could keep a projector on board, actually. Because it seems like those home projectors and uh, even commercial versions are getting cheaper as well. The kind we would need wouldn't be very expensive at all. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think a lot of stuff that's you know technology related has mm-hmm. gone down in price and especially gone down since COVID is behind us. But sure. it's going down anyways. It's kind of like uh, the flat screen TVs. I remember when they first came out, you're looking at like two grand for yeah. a 32 inch, and now you get them for one ninety nine. I bought one for under three hundred last night. It, it must be wild. disposable. <laughs> it, it, well, I would say they almost are. It's yeah. probably cheaper to buy a new one than to fix one these days. We beef up the stereo. Yes. Yeah, the, so the, the stereo uh, system? The stereo system is bumping, as they say. <laughs> we haven't got to play with it, but look we, forward to it. So. We should have speakers on the top, so they'll be able to address. When we're out doing events, we can actually talk to people. That way we can play music if we want to. It's going to have an awning on it as well. Okay. So that'll roll out, and we can actually set up an outdoor library. So as we were talking about, it's a little bit tighter. When we're doing those public events, if we're out on the square or something like that, people will be able to come up and come under the awning, and we can set up out there and do classes out. or just do the library. We can. The cart's removable as well, so we can take them off and put them out front. And It's going to be a nice little setup for us, I think. So is summertime one of the key times? times for the bookmobile or is it fall what what time of year is typically it? we do most of our our key business in the fall when schools come back a lot of our numbers come from preschools and daycares and stuff um, summer typically tends to be more uh, civic events so we would go out to barfield crescent and do story times out there or we would be maybe on the square for uh, an event there things like that that's more of a summer thing so when you do story time do you have a microphone and and do you do it on the on the pa system or is it just right there in front of the bookmobile typically the crowds are small enough we can kind of just go out and do one in the old bookmobile we invite people on board to do it uh, i think the new one will have to do it outside uh, but yeah just project <laughs> As loud as you can. Uh, I may think about getting a microphone, though. That's a good idea. <laughs> so did, did the bookmobile, uh, the suspension for it, did it have to be changed out to carry the weight of all the books? Uh, for the new one, yeah. I think I believe it had to be specially built for it. Um, and that was another part of the, the delay in getting it to carry. It's quite heavy. I think it's the Kerbway's... 6300 but i think that's what the books because uh, i know uh, i've always heard like uh, when they're building libraries the floors have to be mm-hmm. reinforced sometimes with steel compared to just a, a regular floor in a commercial business mm-hmm. well you never really think about how heavy books are until you have to lug them around <laughs> that's right <laughs> you realize, yeah they're very heavy so yeah definitely had to, to fix it for that so is there a lift in the back in order to mm-hmm. bring books down and there is so we'll have a lift on the back and the lift is also it's going to be a uh wheelchair lift as well so it'll be handicap accessible if you want to get on board and you have a wheelchair mobility issues we'll be able to get you on as well and lift books in and out uh, you wouldn't just lift one book you know here here you go here's your order and just slide the book down and <laughs> sometimes if you want to show off things you can do that though. <laughs> that's right that's right uh, so again the bookmobile is going to hit the roads when uh, hopefully uh, by the end of January, early February, we should be out in the community servicing everybody. So one to two months from now, because, man, January is right around the it's corner. It's right around the corner. I'm, I'm hoping we, as soon as we can get in our hands and get it uh, and get it running and going and everything we need going, we'll have it out on the road. And the need for a library card. Tell us about that when it comes to the bookmobile. To get uh, how it to works. check out books, yeah. Oh yeah, we so we function just like the library. So if you come out, we can set you up with a library card, just like we would at the at the library branches. Uh, same rules apply. Uh, typically, we'll ask for someone to bring a parent or guardian if it's a child. Uh, you'll want to have a uh, ID with a current address on it, and if you have that, you're good to go. So to get a library card, can you get it? on the bookmobile or you do you sh- have to? okay you can you sure can yeah so we have we'll have a computer on board and a desk 
uh, and then we'll use that station to check books out, to set up library cards. We can search just like we would at the front desk of the library. Uh, it'll have all the same amenities. We'll be using Kohan there as well to have the exact same thing. If you come on the bookmobile, you'll be getting the same service you'll get at any of the branches you go to in, around the county. Now, you mentioned the idea of going to places like Eagleville more. Is mm-hmm. there regular library there open every day like the ones here in Murfreesboro? Yeah, so we uh, the Eagleville Bicentennial Library is part of our Rutherford County Library system. And I believe they're open six days a week. Yes. Yeah, six days a week. Um, and so we would probably go down that way to kind of supplement that library out in the community a little bit. Because we haven't really been down there for a long time. It's a part of the county we really want to get into and do some mobile library work, especially as it's growing so much down there. It really is. And, of yeah. course, there are some rural areas in Rutherford County still, and I think some people forget that sometimes. Yeah, you know, and there's pockets of the county that are still a good 20 minutes from a branch. So if you were to go out to Las Casas or Walter Hill, we used to go out to Milton and do regular stops as well. Uh, and we would get good crowds out in those places. Uh, yeah, Milton, There's. it's interesting how far out that is because once you're out there, it doesn't feel or look anything like Murphy's, bro. No. <laughs> it, it's, it's quite different. And I don't think people who move here from other areas of the country and they specifically move to Murphy's, bro, Smyrna, wherever, they don't know about these rural areas. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that especially when they realize how far it is from a city, just commuting to it it can be a little shocking sometimes is it when you when you haven't been used to it it's something we'll be able to help people with too so we'll bring the bookmobile out to you can and you won't have to come into town so much <laughs> that's right <laughs> and again bookmobile uh, expected to hit the roads in january or february and uh, tell us again it is actually being finished up right now right yeah so the last update i had was yesterday and they said that they're finishing programming with mercedes uh as far as i know it's been wrapped the build is complete it basically we just need to schedule delivery at this point i think with the holidays having so many vehicles going on it's just going to take a couple weeks it apparently has enough features that they have to train them a little bit Mm. when they drop it off about the generators and the features that mercedes offers interesting so the generator that is on that one does it automatically come on when you shut the vehicle off yes i believe it runs off the actual engine of the vehicle and when you turn it off it's going to it's going to keep running so is the whole thing diesel or is it gas? It's regular gas. The old one was diesel. The new one's going to be just proper gasoline. And uh, again, this is going to be delivered in the next two months or so. and then in Probably the next three or four weeks. Three or four weeks. Yep. Even better. And again, with us this morning, Michael Cleves and Kevin Robertson with the Rutherford County Library System. And once more, you can use your regular library card at the Bookmobile. And online, there will be a schedule of where it will stop, I, I, I would guess, right? Yeah, we have a schedule on our website. Uh, we are open for uh, one-off civic events and even appointment events. So if people want to reach out to us, uh, look us up at Lionbaugh Public Library. Um, uh, you can always email us as well, and I'm, I'm happy to talk to you about anything. And as we close this segment out, let's go back to those uh, iPads, the uh, the pads that were handed out, uh, what, last year or so? The slate tablets. Yeah, mm-hmm. how, how did all that go? <coughs> it, the overall program went well. It was well-received. Um, most people that participated kept their tablet, which was okay. That was in the intention of the grant. Um, I don't have the benchmark numbers in front of me, but uh, as far as digital literacy goes, I think we did make an impact in some of these facilities that we were at. 
Yeah, we get a lot of positive feedback from yeah. those. Uh, a lot of people were able to out to reach out to family members and friends they hadn't seen because they were inside these facilities. Mm-hmm. They couldn't get out and reach people. It provided them with an opportunity to do that, and just a lot more independence. They were shopping now. They're doing online banking. So I'd hear these little stories every time we would come out and visit, and it made me feel so good. It was a great program. And, and these tablets, they came with phone service, cell service, rather for a whole year, so they could get online pretty much anywhere. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yep. This this was all through a grant. It was the West End Home Foundation, a senior digital literacy grant. And when um, the mobile data turned off, we just switched them over to Wi-Fi at their facility. Most of them didn't even notice it was different. You know, it's pretty cool yeah. though that you guys were able to do something like that where you hand out tablets. I mean, I yeah. can imagine the the faces. Some very surprised, some very happy, some very confused. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we we ran the gamut, <laughs> and you got to teach these folks how to use this, and some of them for the first time. Right. Yeah, we had a lot. We had classes. Uh, our associate Trey Glenn would come in and teach classes, and we would come in and offer uh, tech support afterward as well. So once they took the classes, they could come and see us, and he would often help with just, "Hey, I don't remember how to do this, or can you reshow me this?" And we would kind of just sort of reinforce what had been taught through the program. And these are all seniors. Uh, some got on, I'm sure, Facebook for the first time. Mm-hmm. But w- was that a big question? People asking, "Well, what about this Facebook thing?" Yep. <laughs> uh, we Facebook had where we could big. push the app out to the tablet, and that was one of the first requests because i guess people's you know grandchildren or whatever were like well get on facebook so we could push (laughs) apps out to all the tablets at the same time and i think facebook and spotify were the first two things people wanted i had a gentleman at one of our facilities who came up to me the day after we had dropped it off and he said he was able to reach out to a friend he hadn't spoken to in probably 25 years he was the best man at his wedding and they get a chance to actually talk for the first time in, in decades and it was such a big deal for him and that right there was why we were doing it um, for that kind of, for that kind of thing. That's, that's pretty neat. Yeah. And I, I'm curious when they first got on to, let's say Facebook, um, did you have to go through a list of, you know, here are things you don't want to post and make sure you're typing, you know, if you want to make a post, type in the post section and not in the search section or vice versa. Cause I can well, see I somebody think Trey covered a lot of that with his follow-up classes. We sent the tablets out. They were in hand before he got there, and he does have classes that cover that kind of material. So yeah, we specifically, sure I think, did, did um, online uh, safety classes. Yeah, how to avoid scams. Uh, yeah, and, and being like an online citizen and things like that, just to kind of teach you the. Mm-hmm. It's a different world. So <laughs> and and this would be such new technology for somebody who may not have even had a smartphone before. We had some people who were a little bit. They were beyond it, and they said, you know, I just don't want to do it, and I tried, but it wasn't for me. And we ran into that a little bit, too. So out of um, 200 tablets, only 10 got yeah. returned. Like, oh, I don't care about this, and you can have this back. So that's a pretty good number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that would be, uh, you know, fun to do for sure, and, and I'm sure funny at times as well. Mm-hmm. It was a good program. I, I really enjoyed doing it. Uh, hopefully we can do something like that again in the future. And was that something where there was also – like libraries in Nashville, they were a part of it in Davidson County too? It was a statewide thing. Okay. Uh, and each library system, it went everywhere across the state, and each library system sort of had their own way of getting uh, digital literacy into their region, whether it be the county or city or however it was. And um, yeah, I, there was a, an event at the end where it wrapped up and they kind of went through what everyone else was doing, and there were some pretty good ideas out there. That's pretty neat. Again, yeah. with us this morning, Michael Cleves and Kevin Robertson. Uh, is there anything we left off this morning? 
Um, no, like I said, uh, if people want to contact us about uh, having the bookmobile come out, um, I can leave my information with you. Maybe we can put it on the website or something like that. And uh, yeah, you know, come on out and give us a call, and we'd love to see you. So, Sounds good. So yeah. they can go through. I, I guess if they wanted to call Lineball Library, for example, they'd mm-hmm. be able to get you. I guess get that person in touch. Yeah, just give them a call. Just give us a call at Lineball Public Library. Ask for the bookmobile, and uh, we'll do what we can to get you scheduled. Sounds good. And we'll learn even more about the Rutherford County Library System in just a minute when we come back from this break. And the time right now, 845. Once more, you're listening to WGNS on this Tuesday morning. This is Peter Demas from Demas's Restaurant. Our family wants to wish you a Merry Christmas. Christmas is about an incredible act of love to be treasured every day of the year. It's about the sacrifice that God made for us sending His Son to this world as a man to redeem us from our sins. In Luke chapter 2, verses 10 and 11, the angels proclaimed, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Merry Christmas from Demas's Restaurant. Hi, this is Amanda at Animal City, inviting your family to come shop with my family at 919 Northwest Broad Street here in Murfreesboro. 94% of pet owners say their pet makes them smile daily. Return the favor and come find the things that make your pet smile here at Animal City. If you like pictures of adorable pets like we do, we invite you to check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash animalcity. Please come see us at Animal City, 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. (laughs) 